Hello, welcome to Workplace Wake Up. I'm Jen Shaw. Every week, I spend about 15 minutes covering key legal developments, introducing you to interesting guests, and providing some entertainment to start your workday. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. We are going to talk about mandated reporters today. And it's funny because a lot of you may be thinking, oh, yeah, that's that thing that requires teachers to report when they think there may be something going on with a child. Yes, absolutely. Okay, teachers are mandated reporters. Um, Priests are mandated reporters. Social workers are mandated reporters. But I'm talking about workplace mandated reporting. And this law came out of Assembly Bill 1963. That law became effective on January 1, 2021, and it applies to entities with five or more employees that also employ minors, so individuals who are under the age of 18. Now, under this law, certain human resources professionals and also just, quote, supervisors in an organization are designated as mandated reporters with respect to minor employees. Okay, and this law actually required some pretty significant adjustments for a wide range of employers. So think about who hires minors, right? Movie theaters, grocery stores, camps, tutoring, test preparation and educational services folks, um, retail shops, restaurants, hotels. There's so many industry employers that use minors on a part-time or seasonal basis. And because of Assembly Bill 1963, some of those employers, well, actually all of those employers, are now going to need to train their employees to comply with the reporting requirements. Now, let's first talk about who is subject to this rule. As I said a moment ago, human resources employees or representatives and non-supervisors are considered mandated reporters. So any human resource employee is covered by this. This means any employee who's designated by the employer to accept a complaint of misconduct. By the way, that means individual supervisors and managers, right? Because we know that, for example, when you do training on equal employment opportunity issues, Uh, harassment, discrimination, retaliation, prevention, we tell our our employees, look, you could report to HR, but you could also report directly to your supervisor. Now, any adult who supervises a minor's work performance is going to be considered a mandated reporter. And These definitions, human resource employee and supervisor, they are actually based on the employee's duties, not their title. So it doesn't necessarily mean that someone's going to be in an actual human resources role, okay? Now, the interesting thing here is human resources employees are mandated reporters of what's called child abuse, okay, in quotation marks. Supervisors are only required to report sexual abuse. So sexual abuse is clearly, um, you know, under the umbrella of child abuse, but the supervisors have a more limited reporting obligation. And if you think about it, that makes sense because the human resources representatives are much more likely to uh, gain information about these other 
types of, of child abuse that might be going on. Now, one of the big questions, of course, is what does it mean to be a mandated reporter? All right. Well, if you fall into one of these categories of a human resources employee or a supervisor and you're a mandated reporter, that means you have to promptly report any known or reasonably suspected child abuse or neglect or sexual abuse to designated authorities. And there are very specific requirements in the law about how you would make that report. Child abuse is, of course, very broad. It includes both acts and omissions that might constitute physical abuse, sexual abuse, willful cruelty, um, unlawful corporal punishment, neglect, injury, etc. Human resources folks are subject to the broader reporting requirements, remember, the supervisors are going to be limited to that sexual abuse. Now, what are the penalties for not doing this right? Well, if you're a mandated reporter and you don't report an incident, um, you can be punished by up to six months in county jail, a fine of $1,000 or more, or both. Um, if your failure to report is willful, or if you in any way impede or, or inhibit a report, or the abuse or neglect results in great uh, bodily injury or death, then those penalties become one year in jail, not um, not not necessarily uh, county jail. It could also be more of a prison situation, and a fine up to five thousand dollars or both. Okay, so the penalties are stiff; they are significant. How are employees supposed to figure out what is required here? Well. AB 1963 imposes training and documentation requirements. And as you can see, this is becoming pretty common, at least in California. We talked a few weeks ago about um, SB 553, which is the Workplace Violence Prevention Compliance Program law that, that will actually become effective July 1 of this year, of 2024. So we're seeing a lot of of laws like that that require training. That Workplace Violence Prevention Compliance Program also has a training component. With respect to AB 1963, you are required to train your mandated reporters on the identification of child abuse and neglect, and also the reporting of those matters. There is a general online training you can do that is offered by the Office of Child Abuse Prevention, or you can have a tailored training that will actually, um, if you're sued, will actually help you to put on a better defense because you can show that you've actually taken some initiative to create a program that will work in your particular work environment. You also have to give mandated reporters notice of their obligations, which they have to sign. Um, and that has to happen prior to commencing employment. It is actually a prerequisite to employment. They have to sign a statement on a form provided by you as the employer saying that they understand the provisions of Section 11166, which is the law here that we're talking about under the California Penal Code, okay? And also that they agree to comply with those provisions. The statement also has to let the employee know that they are a mandated reporter and let them know what their obligations are and their confidentiality rights are. You have to also provide them a copy of the actual laws. Those are penal code sections 1165.7, 11166, and 11167 subdivision D. Okay, and those are all in the California penal section. 
As the employer, of course, you want to make sure that you retain um, a copy of any signed documentation. So here's the bottom line, everybody. Do you want to hire minors? This has become a really important issue because, as you know, there are lots of other rules that come into play when you hire minors. Uh, they can't use certain equipment like balers and compactors um, and um, sharp knives and hot ovens. There's all sorts of requirements depending on how old they are. They, um, if they're still in school, they have to have a work permit. There only are a certain number of hours and days of the week that they can work and a certain duration of time. So there's already a lot with hiring minors. Now you have this new requirement where if you have five or more employees, you're going to also have to train your um, employees who are mandated reporters. So I wholly encourage you to hire minors, by the way, because we need them. We have lots of other people who have left the workplace. These minors can really be amazing employees and give you all kinds of great work. What you need to do, though, is just like with leave of absence administration, you've got to have this set up where somebody is responsible in your organization. They have to own it. We have to make sure the training happens for the right amount of time in the right way that covers the right subjects, that you've got the materials that you uh, handed out at the training, that you know who signed in, that you made sure everybody was there. All of that is critically important. So I don't want anyone to use this new law as an excuse to not hire minors. Minors can be some of the best employees you'll ever have in the workplace. But there are some new obligations. So not only should a person in your organization be responsible for your AB 1963 compliance, they should also be um, responsible. It just makes sense for work permits, um, hours of work, that sort of thing, to make sure that you're fully in compliance with the law regarding minors. The California Division of Labor Standards Enforcement has a pamphlet. It's actually pretty long, maybe about 60 pages on hiring minors, gives you all the rundown of how old they can be. What do you do for 14 and 15-year-olds? What do you do for 16 and 17-year-olds? What do you do if they're under 18, but they've graduated from high school? There's all sorts of rules that you want to look at. I strongly suggest you look at AB 1963. Um, you can come to one of our trainings. We offer these throughout the year. Um, Megan Donahue is one of our lawyers in the firm. She is a terrific trainer, and this is her area of expertise. So you can send your folks to our mandated reporter training uh, to make sure that they're getting everything they need. You can do it yourself. However you want to do it is fine. But make sure you have a schedule. Make sure you're getting it done. One of the things I focus on a lot in this podcast is understanding your responsibilities as an employer. And I realize every week I add to that list, right? Every week I'm telling you, oh, and there's this other thing you need to be doing. I get it. It's a lot. But here's the bottom line. If you're going to do something, you should do it well. You should make sure you know what you're doing, what needs to be done, how to do it, who should do it. I mean, all of these details need to be addressed. So from my perspective, you can do this. We do hard things every day, right? You can do this, but there has to be a commitment and an organization. One of the things my daughter is learning right now, she's um, having sort of a not a gap year from eighth grade. She's working very hard, but she's doing it in my office with a couple of independent teachers rather than staying at her school in eighth grade. 
And one of the reasons we're doing it is to really help her learn how to be organized, how to stay on track, how to make sure that she is able to flow with the information that comes to her in class. She knows what to do with it, et cetera. She went to a school where it was a little loosey-goosey, and that was good. That was one of the reasons I liked the school, because everything was sort of fairies and unicorns and very happy and sort of um, do what you want to do. But she's going to be going to a high school next year that's going to be pretty demanding. So she needs to get these skills. That is what we're talking about when we look at human resources. I know it's work, but it's what makes your job interesting. It's what keeps you on your toes, learning new things, learning new requirements, sharing the information that you need to share with your team, with other individuals in your organization. And obviously, when we talk about mandated reporters, just as we talked about the new workplace violence prevention requirements, right? Senate Bill 553 is about preventing workplace violence. Well, this is about making sure that we address child abuse, right? It's a critical thing that's happening in our world, especially right now with the economy being as tough as it is, so many people being out of work, the stress is really high, and kids are suffering. I have several friends who are school teachers who have said it's just unbelievable how many kids now are coming to school without food, without proper clothes, and they didn't see that five years ago. So not nearly um, with the frequency that they do now. So these kids need our help. And, you know, I, I do believe it takes a village to try to raise kids in this world and, and have them be contributing members of society. They need our help when they're at work and they're potentially vulnerable um, at home. And there, there are things that we can do in the workplace that they may not even realize. So this idea of being a mandated reporter, we should take it all very seriously. Make sure you get the training done. Make sure your minors, when they are hired, know that you are mandated reporters and they can come to you and you will keep confidentiality to the extent possible or appropriate under the law, and you will make sure that they get the help they need. We owe them that. And I strongly encourage you, now that we're starting to get a little bit closer to spring and summer, think about hiring minors. Just make sure you do it in the right way. Thanks for joining me today, everyone. It's always such an honor and pleasure. Please let us know if there's anything we can do better. In the meantime, have a great rest of your day. Workplace Wake Up, including our guests and hosts, do not provide legal advice in this podcast. Do not act upon any of the information discussed in this podcast without first consulting a licensed attorney in your jurisdiction. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to spread the word, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and or rate and review it. You can also follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, and email us at info at shawlawgroup.com.